0: when it rains it pours we're back it's kiddish club and it's snowing in new york for the first time in what two years
1: i blame you for this <laughs> because, I'll take it. because why did you have to talk about it
0: because i wanted the snow you Things know i wanted were going it going well
1: <laughs> it was two years without the inconvenience of the snow and now it has come in mass
0: yes it's here and right in time for yeshiva week right in and time to mess vacation. with people's uh, and, yeah
1: and winter vacation and I don't think that those are concurrent, are they?
0: I think they are.
1: Okay, so there's two weeks winter vacation, like Stam schools have winter vacation for two weeks. What,
0: non-Jewish schools you mean? Yeah, like No, Stom. non-Jewish schools do it, uh, you know, Xmas vacation. Oh, that's it? That's it.
1: Okay, so Jewish schools is also like a little bit of a different schedule. Like it's all in January. Yeah, all well, January. For sure.
0: Sometimes it's the first week. I, I know why you, I believe, was last week. And then some are the last week of January, but it's all basically in January, one of the four and a half five weeks of January. Yeah,
1: right. So, but next week is like the major winter vacation, and I always feel like the week after is Yeshiva break.
0: That's because
1: because they don't want everybody all away at the same time.
0: Why not? I don't know. Who's they? (laughs) The (laughs) protocols. The powers. (laughs) The elders of Zion.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The elders of the Yeshiva system. That's who it is.
0: (laughs) Well, we had an interesting, uh, we have a great digression here because we both experienced it together. I mean, me more than you, but you'll you'll give us your take as well. So uh, in a moment, we're going to be doing a, a live tasting. Uh, and it all came about, I was shopping in Whole Foods and I was on the phone with none other than me. Correct. And I said, hey, is there anything I could get you? Wait, wait a
1: second. You have to back it up a, a drop. Okay. Because I was fruit shopping, Erev Shabbos. And I go into a I don't know random fruit store and I and it hits me that we have been a big proponent of, of Cosmic, Cosmic Crisp. Crisp yeah which is the new Apple whatever you can see it if you want to go back and listen to the episode you can but the Cosmic Crisp Apple is like the five hundred billion dollar no Five hundred five hundred million dollar million, yeah. million, million Apple uh, which is just the R and D just to get to that point so now I walk into this fruit store I'm like do you have Cosmic Crisp and he's like, no, no, we don't carry Cosmic Crisp. And I don't know what who what that was. was that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But that's what he sounded like. Um, so, okay, I, I, I settled and I bought, I don't know, Sugar Bee or some other apple. And then when I was on the phone with you and you told me you're in Whole Foods, I said, oh, for sure, Whole Foods carries it. And that is the backdrop of the story. And then you got a costume.
0: So I, I was looking for the uh, Cosmic Crisp. I saw the sign for Cosmic Crisp. And at first I thought I couldn't find it. So then you told me, well, then if you can't get Cosmic Crisp, get Sugarbee. As I was walking, sure enough, there was the sign for Cosmic Crisp. And there was the sign for Sugarbee. So I grabbed the Sugarbee. And uh, the reason why I couldn't find it was because it was on the, like the top part. You know, you have the angled parts of the shelf. And then you have the top part. So it was in the top part. And I didn't realize. So there was a gentleman standing in front of it. And I said, excuse me, re- leaned over, reached, and took a Cosmic Crisp. He, next thing I know, I'm pushed. <laughs> hey, oh, there Two-handed was Two-handed push.
1: Really? What do you mean you were on the phone? I know. I didn't know that there was hands-on.
0: Hands-on. I was talking to you in That's Hebrew. a physical assault. He physically pushed me. And there was a Whole Foods worker standing right next to us. Didn't do a thing. Okay? He pushed me with two hands, and he goes, I'm like, hello? Excuse me? And he's like, this is my space. You don't come into my space. I'm like, "What?" I said excuse me and reached for an apple. And he's like, you want an apple? You walk behind me. I was like, but then I can't reach it because it's that way. And now i he's getting loud and I'm getting loud and you're in my ear going, what are you doing? Stop responding. <laughs> walk away. Walk away. And I wasn't walking away and I was getting heated and I was getting more heated. And in my mind... I was going to take this to the end. I was not backing down.
1: I had to talk you off a ledge because I wanted this episode to happen.
0: Yes, (laughs) but I. So I, when we were talking, I shifted into Hebrew, and I started saying, "You know, I'm not walking away. I will not walk away. You know, Jewish blood is not cheap. I don't care. You know, I had had the whole IDF and Israel behind me. You know, and I was like, No, we're not just going to always just back down. When this is, he's wrong. This is unjust." And um, I stood my ground.
1: Yeah, and to be honest, uh, your Hebrew isn't the best. <laughs> Excuse me, yes, I'm just saying. is. I'm just saying, it it's was, not. It was quite good. It was decent, like I did not understand you, but you have a way to go.
0: Okay, well, I don't live in Israel, I, okay. but when do I use it? Okay. Once a year when I get accosted <laughs> in Whole Foods. <laughs> so he walked away, and uh, yeah, so there's that.
1: So now, what did you bring to the okay, table? Okay, so
0: we're going to be tasting. So Sugar Bee, you told me that, it, I think it was a, a, a listener who told you to try Sugar Bee. Not just any listener. It was Heikel that told me straight away, you have to try
1: the Sugar Bee apple. And here we are. This okay. is really so, what he wanted. So right
0: in front of us, we have one of these, you don't know which, is Cosmic Crisp. And one of them is Sugar Bee. And take the first one. We're going to say a bracha, and we're going to try it. You're going to compare the two. Tell me which one you like better.
1: Now, I, have, I do have some... Uh, hypotheses on what's what. Okay. Just so you know. Okay. I, in my opinion, I think just from coloration, I'm going to go with the lighter color being the sugar bee and the darker color being the cosmic crisp. I don't know anything, though. Maybe. So I'm going to dig not. in and we'll get see ready. what happens. Get ready.
0: Three, two, one.
1: Pretty good. This is a fantastic apple.
0: Pretty good. Okay. Okay, get ready for number two.
1: Wait. I want to just break down this... <laughs> this apple for a second okay because there's some tart there is it's a this, little bit of tart yeah right i would say if it out 10 points i would say that seven and a half or eight of them are sweet points and two of them are going to be tardy points
0: I, I think that's about right okay let's go okay for the next one. let's go for the next one you ready i'm ready three two one <laughs> good huh this is fantastic
1: <laughs> No, oh, this is a remarkable apple.
0: Because also this one had, did you notice the crunch? It was much more pronounced crunch. I mean, our listeners probably noticed it.
1: Now, I would say on this, I would give it like maybe nine and a half points of sweet. Yeah. And maybe 0.5, and that's a maybe on the yeah. tartiness. Yeah, this was all sweet. Yeah, it's really sweet. Like I said, remarkable apple.
0: Which one do you like better? And which one is which?
1: Okay, the one I'm holding, which is the remarkable apple. I'm going to go with sugar bee. And I'm gonna go with the other one being the Cosmic Crisp.
0: So I will turn the apple around. There is a sticker on it t- that tells you what it is. And, and I was right. You were correct. Wow. You got it. You got I'm it. The Cosmic me. Crisp is the tartar one. It's I'm more in the tar- wrong department. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whole like, Foods is looking for a guy just <laughs> like you. <laughs> like
1: an apple connoisseur? Because yeah. that's what I can be.
0: I guess the in in conclusion, Heiko, looks like you were correct. The sugar bee is has now dethroned the Cosmic Crisp as far as the Kiddush Club is concerned. We need
1: to revisit this um, closer to Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. Because if this won't give you a sweet new year, nothing will.
0: But no, but I would say it depends on what you're eating, right? What what it's pairing with, right? Because sometimes that tart might go, may go well. Like the sugar bee is really sweet, like you said. So sometimes you don't want, you know, if you're having some whiskey, you want the tart. You don't necessarily want all the sweet. You know what no. I mean?
1: I don't know what you mean. I don't really go for tart. You don't like tart? tart? Oh, I and like tart. And by the way, if you're a Granny Smith person, lose my number. Because <laughs> I don't know how people eat those.
0: Yeah, that's, that's okay, that's too that's much. That's seven
1: on the tart scale.
0: Yeah, yeah. But but look, it depends, again, it depends on the pairing. But before we continue, we have a whole bunch of shout-outs. Are you ready? I've never been more ready. As I said before, when it rains the pours, we have a whole bunch of shout-outs. Bear with us. Okay, first of all, Rachel Kovitz, happy birthday.
1: So sing. What do you want me to do? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you could you could be a gentleman and say Happy birthday, Rachel. Yes,
1: happy birthday, Rachel. We also have a birthday wish for Avishai Weiner. Uh, happy fourteenth birthday.
0: Yes, Happy birthday, and you should have many more. Also, we have a shout out to David Mala from Brooklyn for working so hard and Steiging.
1: Great job, David. Maybe cut down on the kiddish club and get back into the uh, Steiging.
0: steiging. <laughs> hey, hey. hey. <laughs> We appreciate our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> and the last shout-out, uh, save the best for last. Uh, so this shout-out... Uh- I mean, I've said this many times, and I'm going to say it again. We don't make the news. We just report it. True. We don't make the facts. We don't make the names. The last shout-out goes to Schmillefer Robin.
1: Okay, that is a first. (laughs) Yes. And that sounds like that name would be like if you needed to name your child Schmille, but you wanted to name it Jennifer. (laughs) No? Schmillefer. Schmillefer. Perfect. (laughs) But what's the
0: Robin Schmillifer? Robin,
1: it's going to remain a mystery.
0: No, in all seriousness, I do believe this is a pseudonym, and it's not the person's real name.
1: But either way, either way, we don't judge. We don't judge. Absolutely no judgment.
0: Schmillifer, keep on listening. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate it. Okay, let's move to the news. Uh, the news, Israel news, Jewish news. It's all coming out. So first of all, we'll get to the, we'll get to the elections. We'll get to the Iowa caucus. We'll get there. Okay, good. So we're going to start with the story. Uh, about Iran. Iran launched a whole bunch of ballistic missiles into Iraq, into the Kurdistan region of Iraq. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, they hit, direct hit on the spy headquarters of the Mossad, according to the Iran's Revolutionary Guards. Oh,
1: you, mean, <laughs> you mean the Mossad's um, Iran branch?
0: Iraq branch, yes. Right. Is that
1: such a thing? There's no, <laughs> no. such thing, obviously.
0: <laughs> Iran could just say anything they want. Right? They just do. They say anything they want. It, okay, so Iran had that terrorist, that, you know, horrible terrorist attack at Soleimani's uh, memorial. And, of course, ISIS took responsibility for it. But Iran came out and said, no, it wasn't ISIS. It was... Mossad. <laughs> Israel and the Mossad. Correct. So, it doesn't matter. All things point to Israel. So, they blow up a bunch of Iraqis and they say, well... We got them. We got the Mossad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They just make up facts. Make it up. Alternative facts.
0: Yes. Yes. And they just keep saying it enough. They could just say anything they want. Because
1: there's nobody there that's reporting otherwise.
0: Yeah. That's it. No. Well, it happens to be when in some years past when ISIS was first ascendant. uh, So I, I forget what it was, but there was a major terrorist attack and Iran was blaming Israel once again. And ISIS was like stop blaming israel we did this like can't give us credit give us the credit why every time you give the credit to israel
1: you love israel israel this israel that also israel did 9 11 what are you crazy and they for sure come back at them with you are finally learning (laughs) even global warming it is all israel
0: and then, like seventy five percent of the world just goes with it, you know. Well, like, they have yeah, no choice.
1: No, this, these are the alternative facts, right?
0: <laughs> it's, it's pretty crazy. Uh, also, the uh, internet. The we mentioned this in the last cast. The court case in the in, International Criminal Court at the Hague has begun.
1: Well, how's it going? Is really my question.
0: So I did watch some of it. Uh, I, I saw the opening remarks from uh, the former judge that we mentioned last time. I forget his name. And he was wearing one of those British wigs.
1: Yeah, I wanted to also What's up with that? get into that.
0: Yeah, like I, wa- I, I thought maybe everyone was. And so he was just doing, you know, out of respect. But then you see the panel of, of judges there, and nobody else is
1: wearing that wig. Right. Just you. Like, you need a special amount of
0: confidence
1: <laughs> yes. to be able to come out in a non lace top horsehair wig that probably stinks.
0: Unless you're bald, then you upgrade
1: it. But they're not, because it's women are also wearing that on top of their heads.
0: Well, not at yes. Traditionally, yes. Like, let's say in Great Britain, but in the International Criminal Court, they were not.
1: Well, I guess it depends where they hail from, because obviously there's going to be representatives from multiple nations. Right. So if you hail from a, a British country, let's say, where the judges and the lawyers do wear that wig, then I imagine that you would wear it.
0: Actually, they're not called lawyers in the UK, they are baristas. <laughs>
1: Wait, what? I don't think anybody from Starbucks is serving <laughs> oh, right, on right. the hold ICC. Hold up,
0: hold up. Let me clarify this. Uh, okay, sorry, sorry. It's barista. You mean With barrister? E-R.
1: Barrister, yes. I think that's the way it's said. Yes,
0: barrister, yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that.
1: So either way, not a good look, those wigs.
0: No, definitely but, not.
1: But how is the trial going?
0: Well, it's still very, very early um and they're just you know it's all the intro stuff uh there was some comments that were made i i, I will point out uh so you know south africa basically you know there's there they don't have evidence for a genocide obviously well because there is none there is none. Right. so their whole argument is they're getting to it like this is this is what they want israel wants a genocide right
1: uh-huh. so you're saying no there is no genocide right now but it's coming
0: <laughs> <laughs> And one of the things that they cited was the use of the term by Netanyahu of Amalek, right? Because they're saying, oh, he's quoting scripture and quoting Amalek, and we all know that, that you know that's a… a, that, a
1: that, those guys got to get obliterated.
0: Right. And so Netanyahu responded and said, this is the most ridiculous thing ever. You know, right next to the International Criminal Court is a Holocaust memorial that has that… Pussik that says, you know, remember what Amalek did to you.
1: He So said, it's, so it's it, identifying who it is and it's clearly not the people of Gaza.
0: Right, and he says he says it's also in Yad Vashem, Holocaust Memorial. So it's a common Pussik that refers to the enemies of the Jews that attacked the Jews when they came out of Egypt. But between you and me, <laughs> we kind of know what the rule is with Amalek, right? But yeah, but we
1: also know yishmal is not them.
0: Right, it's true. I mean, come on. Right, right. Good point. Good point. So, of course, we're going to follow it, and we're going to bring you the news as it happens. Uh, also in the news, uh, I'm sure you saw this one, Israeli soccer forward.
1: Did see it. I know Ready?
0: where you're going. Sagi Jehezkel. Jehezkel. Yeah, got it right. Sagi <laughs> Jehezkel. <laughs> so he scored in a game in Turkey, and he held up his wrist, uh, and on his wrist it said 100 uh, days And uh, he was, you know, he was essentially protesting the fact that the hostages are still being held captive and he was immediately arrested in Turkey. He was completely arrested. He got thrown out uh, of the game. He got arrested, but um, fortunately, he's back in Israel. They eventually released him and he's back in Israel.
1: The whole thing is absurd. Like, how can you jail an Israeli or even interrogate an Israeli for supporting his own country?
0: Well, you're in their country, right? So imagine imagine like someone in Israel who held up a thing, you know, uh, from the river to the sea. Yeah, that happens
1: all day. (laughs) That's
0: true. Okay, valid point. (laughs) Right, they're definitely not arresting or keeping somebody for that, yeah. Okay, but you're talking about democracies where there's freedom of speech, and you're talking about totalitarian dictatorships, which basically Turkey is slowly becoming. Right, all right. And since we're on the topic of sports, you know, we don't usually cover sports because neither of us know anything about sports, but there was a lot of sports-related news that came out this week, and I think we should talk a little bit about it.
1: I'll to give it a try.
0: Okay, we'll try. We're, we're gonna sound. I mean, we're gonna get a lot of people <laughs> laughing at us. Okay. So first of all, Bill Belichick is oh. out. Okay. Isn't he from the Bills? The Patriots, I think. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, See? Patriots. Patriots. Okay. And he's like the winningest coach the ever. Winningest. Yeah, that's that's the is that term. A word? Yeah, that's what's the word. Okay. Yeah, he's the winningest coach. I believe in the NFL, he won like eight Super Bowls plus two when he was, you know, junior coach or something. All right, move over and let somebody else have a try. You have eight rings. But it's crazy because, I mean, I was reading this really long article about him, and you know me, I don't know anything about sports. I don't like sports, but I it was really interesting.
1: What do you got? Tell me.
0: I mean, I, I don't want to go too into it because we don't really understand it, but it's it, the article talks about uh, the Super Bowl. I mean,
1: it's not Kabbalah, so just chill.
0: <laughs> It was. Uh, it, it talks about nine years ago in the final min- minute of the Super Bowl, and then there's a whole bunch of Roman numerals, which I, which I can't decipher. <laughs> Nobody knows why the Super Bowl <laughs> still does that. It's X-L-I-X. Any idea what that is? I think
1: L is not l is 10.
0: Is it? I, I mean, think
1: L is 50, and uh, C is 100, I think.
0: Okay. All right. I'll take your word Could for you it. Can you
1: check it up? Can you just check it, because now I want to know?
0: Okay, okay. I'll check it. See, I didn't want to get into all this. Okay. Uh, X is 10. L is 50. Very good. So, X-L-I-X is? uh, 50, 10, 10,
1: 50, 69.
0: Yeah. So, Super Bowl 69. See? I'm a beacon of useless information. (laughs) So, I don't know. But bottom line, it was the end of the game. It was a minute to go. And everyone in the world thought he should call a timeout. And he bucked everyone and said, absolutely not. He didn't call the timeout. And... Everything worked out, and it was like a major event, and he won that Super Bowl. Well, that's what the pros do. Yeah.
1: You know, he has all that experience. You just have to defer to him.
0: Yeah. And so he, you know, he led them to many victories, but, you know, I I think. he had some falling out with Robert Kraft, Jewish owner of the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And uh, so now he's out. So a lot of people upset about that. And also in football news, uh, from TikTok had this post that was actually created by Shita Kdosha. <laughs>
1: Whoever that is. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever that
0: is. Credit what credit's due. Um, and they took a clip of football and they dubbed on top of it uh, their announced, you know, they may believe that they were the announcers and they dubbed on top of it. Here's what it sounded like.
2: To, to Brown, up the middle, the Haishata he's in! He's in! The plaque of the field is Kluta, Kavishahun chadamya. Yosef, what are you, Ha'aris? Well, Chaim, let's be me'ayin no'chamo. Brown runs a Daifin akuma up the middle, and the gavos of this ma'alich is a Gavaldika awareness of where the just Hayochid is, and since he knows the Sudya of Kluta, He extends his hand, doing the haishata interishes hayochid ta'ka amirdik a mahalach mitkhila va'atsoif. But the raised the following kasha. We know that when it comes to sideline catches, we hold by Yadova as seen by the Julio Jones. (laughs)
0: <laughs> this got really lundish. Amazing, right? Yeah, you have to really hold cup to understand uh, what they're talking 100%. about. Hundred percent. I couldn't follow it because <laughs> I, I don't understand the sport. So I, 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 you know.
1: Yeah, but but you know, it's important as long as you understand the references like Akuma yes. and Klutukomishihu and Chodami and all yeah. that stuff. Then you go great,
0: great, great, great. you know, it was great. It was great. So kudos to, to uh, Shitakdosha. And also in NFL news, Aaron Rodgers, quarterback for the Jets, was on the Pat McAfee show. I think that's how you say his name. I'm not sure. I've never seen the show. Good enough for me, man. But a lot of eagle-eyed watchers who were watching him live, they noticed. So uh, we're going to include a clip of this in the WhatsApp group, of course. But as he's talking, so some people zoomed in to the background. And behind him, you see bookshelves with a lot of books. And they realized that they're seeing like a Schottenstein Tanach. They're seeing like, you know, other svarim there.
1: You could spot those from a mile away, <laughs> right? The Schottenstein books. Yeah, you know, like, you like know it. Our is. scroll's doing the job. I'll tell you.
0: <laughs> Good branding. Yeah, and uh, you know, David Beshevkin was was one of the people who called it out and noticed it, uh, and he actually says in the interview, "Good books to actually read behind me." So he actually acknowledged it, and nobody knows like was this his house and he actually reads this stuff. Like what's or is he like maybe and he's in his agent's house? So I think some
1: of the people that analyzed it realized it, th- that there was another screenshot of somebody else with the exact same uh, background and ah. the exact same books. Perfect. So I don't think it was I don't think it was Aaron Rodgers' house, but I think it was maybe his his teacher or the person that is teaching him whatever he knows about Hebrew and Judaism and spirituality. Why is he
0: learning about that?
1: I don't know. I mean, look.
0: Well, he's not, he's he's kind of,
1: people are hungry.
0: Well, he's kind of a weird guy anyway. I don't know him. Well, you know, he, from uh, from this year, well, last year, actually, in 2023, there was an article that came out um, because he had gone on a darkness retreat in February of last year.
1: Yeah, it had a lot to do with that.
0: Okay, so you, you've, you, you don't sound shocked about the darkness retreat. No, I
1: remember reading this. Like a lot of information travels through the brain and then just goes out the other side.
0: <laughs> so he spent four days and four nights uh, in a cave in the dark.
1: And this is why he's counter, countering the, uh, the darkness retreat with light, apparently. Oh, with that's the light of Torah. But
0: who goes on a darkness retreat? Why would you want to do this? He said he, he did it because he wanted to have a better sense of, quote, where I'm at in my life.
1: Yeah, I don't think I'd be against a darkness retreat
0: for 4 days. 4, four days, <laughs> four in, days in a cave in a
1: dark cave. <laughs> I just like as long as I could leave my phone home and have 4 days just with nothingness. I don't know, I might bug out.
0: Yeah, I definitely would bug out. Yeah. Okay, so getting back to uh, Israel and Jewish news. So Germany and Hungary have actually issued passports for some of the hostages that are still being held in Gaza, which is a really nice thing for them and to do. What does it do for them? What it does is that now those hostages are technically Germans to a degree. They're not citizens, but they are German, let's say nationals. And then what?
1: Like, is Germany getting involved? Yes, is, it,
0: yes. Now, 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 Hamas has to think twice because if they do anything to those hostages, so
1: creating more enemies
0: for them. Yes, yes. So that, so you know, I gotta say, and Germany, Germany also said that they would uh, stand up for Israel at the International Criminal Court. Germany's doing major tshuva right now.
1: Yeah, they're trying.
0: They really are. Got to give, got to give them credit. Um, there was an interview of uh, Thomas Hen, that's the father of Emily, who was one of the hostages, was re- released, the nine-year-old girl, and he was famous for saying that when he found out that she had been possibly taken, he had said that he hoped that she wasn't and that she had died. Right, I he remember. preferred that. And then uh, Baruch Hashem, she was saved and she was released. And um, he was actually interviewed by Pierce Morgan. And uh, he really says it quite succinctly. And I, I'd like to play for you what he said. Go for it,
2: Thomas. How do you feel Incredible. about how do you feel about the general situation now, a hundred days on from the appalling terror attacks that hit you and so many families? How do you feel about the debate about the war itself, about Israel's response? Some people feeling it's, it's <laughs> become disproportionate because so many. Civilians are being killed. What do you feel about that? (laughs) Uh, They don't know a thing. Um, You, they. We're living it, Okay, We're living it. We have been living it every day for 20 years. You have no idea. You have no right to even speak to me. Have you been to Israel ever? Any one of you saying it's disproportionate? Has any one of you come to see apartheid in this country. It doesn't exist, you idiots. It doesn't exist. Look at all the road signs. Come, come and look at all the road signs. It's in Hebrew, it's in Arabic, and it's in English. All the buses, all the buses with the electronic writing have Hebrew, Arabic, and English. Do you honestly think the country would go to that much trouble having all the road signs in all three languages? You wouldn't, if we were apartheid, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't waste your money for crying out loud. Come to, come to any hospital in, sco- in this country, come to any school in this country, come to any city in this country, you'll find Arabs, women, female Arabs, professors in hospitals, everywhere, doctors. You're talking out of your bottoms. You have no idea. You have no idea and you're all chanting, from the river to the sea. You don't know what river. You don't know your history, you don't know your geography because they're saying, from the river to the sea. Well, if you had any idea of geography, you could work out where this little country is and go, oh, it's the Mediterranean Sea. But they don't.
1: And this coming to you from somebody who is not even Jewish. He's not Jewish? No wow no and he can see with clarity that israel is on the right side of history
0: wow wow it was a very powerful interview um, there is uh, a lot more clips on it. Yeshiva World had a whole bunch of clips. In uh, one of them, you know, he actually tells him that two of the hostages, they found out that they had been killed. And he begins to cry and his daughter's wiping away his tears. It's a very, very moving interview. We just hope
1: that everybody else, like they are still holding 136 hostages. And we just pray that they all get home safely already because it's been, what is it now? Almost 105 days.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. So Thomas Hand gets it right? He's not Jewish, but he gets it. Israel is not an apartheid state. But you know who doesn't get it? The rest of the world, including <laughs> right. including the Ivy League universities, which are now being sued by a group of Jewish students. They are suing Harvard. They filed suit for the anti-Semitism on campus.
1: And it's about time.
0: Yes, there needs to be some accountability. Uh, and they're not the only ones that are – well, actually, I'm not the only one calling for accountability. There's a report saying that there's going to be a federal walkout. In the United States of uh, federal employees who disagree with Biden's, you know, full-throated support of Israel and Speaker of the House Mike Johnson is calling for anyone who walks out because of this to be fired.
1: Yeah, they're showing their true colors. Absolutely. And look, everyone can have their opinion, but you don't get to walk out of your job because you don't like the way the United States uh, is running their foreign policy.
0: Right. Right, because if, you, if everybody did that, it would just be anarchy. <laughs>
1: exactly. We wouldn't get the mail.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. Yeah. So, um, also, there was an article in Yeshiv World that there was a New York City public school that literally wiped Israel off the map. Well, what's there in its place? Palestine. <laughs> okay. So, there's a map. That was I, I believe it was paid but paid for by Qatar, the Qatar Foundation International. And the map was put up in the classroom, and sure enough, there's no Israel. There's only a Palestine sandwich between Lebanon and Egypt. And this is in New York City,
1: and look at it. It's like a fun type of map. like it's an almost interactive. yeah, it looks like it's for kids.
0: It is for kids. It's a kids' classroom right.
1: well, at least they didn't like throw it into the sea, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't just make it disappear. Right, they didn't
0: put Israel in, in exactly. there. That's <laughs>
1: dark. Yeah.
0: It's a little dark. But so is that map. Yes. <laughs> okay, but let's go let's go Now to U.S. politics, Iowa caucus, big, big stuff. Yeah, big win for Trump. Big win for Trump. Oh, so you knew already, huh? I did know. Okay. So the lead up, you know, Trump was in the news. I mean, he's always in the news, but, you know, there was a big thing uh, about what something he said in the lead up. Uh, We're going to play the clip for you. Here it is.
3: So if you want to save America from crooked Joe Biden, you must go caucus tomorrow. The very first step. Boy, the first step, we got to do it. we got to do it big, you got to get out. You can't sit home. If you're sick as a dog, you say, darling, i got to make it. Even if you vote and then pass away, it's worth it. <laughs> if you're sick, if you're just so sick, you can't, darling, I don't think... Get up! Get up. You get up, you vote. Yes, darling. It's ultimately, we know who calls the shots, right? Right? Right, Polly? So you be safe and all, you're going to be safe. And again, all indoors, it's going to be all indoors, but you got to get up, you got to vote, uh, because it has nothing to do with anything but taking our nation back, and that's the biggest thing there is. So arrive no later than 6.30, and as I said earlier, the details are (laughs) ia.DonaldJTrump.com.
1: I mean, who thinks that way? I don't know. He's, Even if you vote and you pass away. <laughs> I mean, like, just where's his head? I don't know. His but head is is just like, let me get every vote. You got to die? You, you know, whatever. <laughs> you do what you, you. got to do. <laughs> just vote first.
0: <laughs> and then, after he won in his acceptance speech, he actually had the following to say.
3: Russia would have never attacked. Israel would have never been attacked. The Ukraine... Situation is so horrible. The Israeli situation is so horrible. What's happened and uh, We're gonna get himself. We're gonna get himself very fast. I actually said Ukraine. I know President Putin very well. I know Zelensky very well. I'm gonna get him, in. We're gonna get it solved very quickly should have never happened would have never happened now You have all that death far greater than people understand
0: So he invoked Israel right there never would have happened if I was president.
1: Well, how could he say that about October 7th?
0: I I think uh, part of it is uh, because he believes that he was deterring them right because and, and i think there is an element of truth here uh, regardless of whether you like trump or not he, trump was the wild card right he remember he wanted to you know nuke a hurricane you didn't know <laughs> right. you didn't know what he was going to do right you nobody had knew had no idea yeah. exactly so like you're afraid you know everybody's right. Hamas a little is like bit afraid. i don't
1: know I, I, he's crazy i don't know what he can do
0: <laughs> exactly you know, if he could nuke a hurricane, he could nuke Hamas.
1: Well, it's interesting because, and I think I sent you this article, that they, they got more information about what October 7th uh, really was supposed to be, and it seems like... uh, Hezbollah was supposed to be involved. Yes. So was Iran.
0: Yes. And the
1: timing was off.
0: Right, but we don't know if this is real because none of the sources, it hasn't been confirmed at all. That's why I didn't didn't bring it up.
1: I hear you. But even according to that, right, whether or not it is a legit story, uh, I think the presence of warships in the region was really a deterrent, no matter which way. For Hezbollah, yes. Yes. hezbollah and Fry iran yes they don't want to get involved yeah if you know what i'm saying once they once two they aircraft see, carriers exactly and i'm sure they were putting pressure on them like after the fact like you know yalla you have to also invade you have to also invade for sure right and he's you know what uh, there are two aircraft carriers uh, <laughs> you know what and also uh, my hemorrhoid doctor is calling <laughs> so maybe uh, another time another time <laughs> don't call me i call you <laughs>
0: I don't know if it went down exactly that way, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> it should have.
0: <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's move out of the United States for a second. So um, this was this this was uh, actually made world news. There was a bride, I guess, because of the imagery. A bride was arrested and handcuffed on her wedding day in Mexico. What did she do? So, and her husband, well, actually, they they, they couldn't even get through the wedding. He's on the run, and her husband's name. His nickname is El Raton. <laughs> <laughs> the rat. The rat or the mouse, right? Uh, so uh, this story is so bizarre. that the, the, So the two of them are accused of extorting chicken merchants in Toluca near Mexico City. And they, they're suspected of kidnapping four workers from a poultry shop. So
1: wait a second. So they, they are shaking down the chicken. I, I'm, I'm lost. <laughs> That's, no, you got it. That's it. You so got there's it. chicken producers, and they're just extorting them basically. Yeah. Shakedown
0: of the chicken. Shakedown of the chicken industry. <laughs> of the chicken industry. <laughs> yes. El raton is just shaking them down.
1: Well, he's getting his revenge finally, right? <laughs> you ever see those uh, those videos where the where the chicken actually will will peck the the yes, 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 You've seen yes. Those, right? Yes. El raton has come for his revenge on <laughs> the chickens. Now you pay. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So that's pretty crazy. We'll include a picture of that in the WhatsApp.
1: I mean, couldn't they have waited till after the wedding?
0: I know, right? I mean, she she literally
1: has a mugshot in her wedding gown. Yeah.
0: It's it's crazy.
1: Like, why give her that? Why give her that much? You know, it's probably the best (laughs) mugshot anybody ever took.
0: Okay. And moving to the UK once again. So Google finally fixed a map in Google Maps. And uh, it's good that they did because before they did, uh, it seems that it was sending cars down a central Edinburgh staircase.
1: It's pronounced Edinburgh.
0: Is it really? It is. Edinburgh? Mm hmm. Edinburgh. Like that?
1: no, yeah. Well, yes, but nothing to (laughs) do with with bra
0: (laughs) and when i saw this article you know i was like it kind of serves google right a little bit although you know i i I always choose google over apple but you know google really made fun of apple for a long time apple maps and you have google maps sending cars via gps down a staircase and and there's literally pictures of cars going down the staircase
1: well it's crazy to me because it's one like it's one instance and like the internet has jumped all over it
0: no but it wasn't one it happened a bunch of times I mean, dude, it's the whole world, right? They map
1: the entire world. Okay, like, but Wherever there's traffic, they're mapping it. Like, they get to make one or two or five mistakes.
0: Okay, but, you know, Apple Maps isn't sending anyone down the stairs. I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> I'm just <laughs> wait, saying. it sent, wait, wait, wait. It sent cars down steps?
0: Yes. Look at the picture.
1: Oh, wow. And wait, and it's funny because people are just going down them. Yes. <laughs> people are like, this must be the way. It's gotta be, Google can't <laughs> be wrong. <laughs>
0: And uh, in other UK news, so New Zealand, which is, you know, part of the United Kingdom, their youngest member of parliament, her name is Hannah Rahiti Maipai-Clark.
1: Okay, I'm going to go with Hannah Clark. Yeah,
0: okay. And uh, she's Maori. Right, so those are like the uh, indigenous, right? They're originally Polynesian, and they're in New Zealand, Mm -hmm. and we've covered them before, right? Yes, we have. They did the what is it called? The the hockey? Is it called the hockey or the haka? Maybe haka, haka. Yes, thank you. Haka, and they did it in support of Israel. Yes, we we had a whole, you know, we saw them doing that. So she in um, in one of her first speeches in Parliament, uh, this is the speech that she made in Parliament. Here it is. We're going to play it for you.
1: Tina rā
2: koe e te tika, Tina rā tato e tafari. Ka mo kau, kāua tāmaki. Karu tefenua kamate wa kan mate te mara ma kātaka se tu i te rangi ara, waikato, I te rua, au 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 we
1: So I don't even know what language that is. <laughs> That's Maori. <my> <laughs> but in the middle, it's almost like she becomes possessed. possessed. <laughs> you got to see the video to really appreciate it. Yeah, join the WhatsApp group to, to see the video. But like, and then people join her from yeah. the sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like almost like a cult. Like, no, so, so, like so, secret so. members that just like, oh, they're playing my song. <laughs> I'm going to get involved. <laughs>
0: She, no, I think part of the haka is that, is like that, making those faces and that expressiveness. That's all part of the haka dance.
1: Well, there's also like a a woman in the background that is completely unfazed (laughs) by (laughs) by what's happening. (laughs) She's like completely stone faced, stoic. Been there,
0: done that. (laughs)
1: Right. But you know what else this shows me? How big the world is. Like, we have a sliver of experience um compared to what's out there There's yeah. so much out there to experience and to live and to and to see and to and to sing apparently yes but like we know nothing it yeah. shows me we know zero
0: it's true it's true right. and that's a nice nice way to end is it nice oh, way that we know that's...
1: zero yes best way for you to end.
0: disclaimer <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know yet now you do and by the way shout out to david from brooklyn for that clip
1: and we thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to join the WhatsApp group. You can do that uh, either from the show notes or visit us at kiddish Follow us on X, follow us on Instagram, and don't forget to support the cast by visiting Buy Us a Coffee. Not buy us a coffee, but buymeacoffee.com slash Kiddish Club. Uh, show your support for the cast. And until next time, Kiddish Club Out.
0: This episode is copyright Kiddush Club Media.